0: You're listening to an analysis story on the audio version of The TIE. Thanks for listening. The TIE is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetie.ca and become a TIE Builder. You choose the amount to give and you can cancel anytime. The Kraken virus is here. What's the threat level? By Andrew Nikoforek, January 4, 2023. A new COVID variant, dubbed the Kraken by some scientists, has exploded in the United States, accounting for 40% of COVID cases in the Northeast. And yes, it has arrived in British Columbia and elsewhere in Canada. The global spread of this variant, officially designated XBB.1.5, could deliver as much contagious grief as the original appearance of Omicron in the winter of 2022 say some researchers. Kraken could wipe out and replace other circulating variants in this, the fourth year of the pandemic, and thereby create significant waves in many countries. According to data from a bevy of COVID genomic watchers and independent scientists, XBB.1.5 started to break away from the Omicron pack and become a dominant force about two weeks ago. Its rapid emergence, says US epidemiologist Eric Feigelding is no surprise given what researchers know about it. The variant is not only highly immune-evasive, even among those with boosters, but more effective at binding to human cells via ACE2 receptors than other Omicron variants. As a consequence it spreads faster than previous variants and probably accounts for some of the worst current COVID rates per capita in the US as well as rising hospitalization cases in New York. New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Scientists don't know much about the properties of XBB and its subvariants, but what they have observed is alarming, as one recent paper put it. Writing in the journal Cell, a group of researchers said that XBB and its subvariants present serious threats to current COVID-19 vaccines, render inactive all authorized antibodies, and may have gained dominance in the population because of their advantage in evading antibodies. XBB emerged from the recombination of two Omicron subvariants sometime in India last summer. Its offspring XBB.1.5 appeared in New York several months ago and is now going global. Yunlong Richard Chow, a biochemist and immunologist at Peking University in Beijing named one of last year's top scientists by Nature magazine, Was early to warn about XBB.1.5's highly immune evasive properties and its affinity to bind tightly to ACE2 cells in the human body. A variant's ability to bind to human cells may be a predictor of how sick you may get. But no one really knows how bad Kraken's health impacts may be until authorities get a handle on hospitalizations, deaths, and chronic disease, a process that could take weeks. Yale immunologist Akiko Iwasaki, whose research team has identified some of the biological signatures of long COVID, including immune dysfunction and low cortisol levels, is already worried. She tweeted, Please protect yourselves and others by wearing N95 masks. I am truly concerned about the hashtag long COVID wave that follows this infection. She added that she was concerned because of the putative ability of XBB.1.5 to have increased capacity to infect cell types that express even lower levels of ACE2. This will increase tropism and possibly persistence in cell types that are long-lived. In other words, the kraken may cause more persistent disease. The new US variant was first identified through lab sequencing in Canada in November. Since then, it accounts for 0.2% of nearly 11,000 genomic samples sequenced in the country. The first cases appeared in British Columbia in early December. JP Wyland, a US expert on disease modeling, also sounded the alarm about Kraken before the media or US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention actually reported it. He doesn't think an XBB.1.5 wave will approach the high level of hospitalizations and deaths seen in the United States during the initial Omicron wave last year. However I do believe it will be the highest seen since then, he has tweeted. Canada, which did a relatively better job than the United States at reducing transmission until it abandoned all precautions in March, might have a different experience. Given the high rate of Covid infections already now burdening this country's hospitals, Weiland thinks it is plausible that the coming US variant wave could exceed previous hospital peaks. If so, the wave would follow what University of Toronto infectious disease expert Tara Moriarty recently calculated to be Canada's worst year with Covid in 2022. Even with incomplete reporting, the nation experienced 1.5 times more hospitalizations, ICU occupancies, and excess deaths than the average for 2020 and 2021. Citizens have also experienced clogged hospitals, reduced ambulance coverage, battered emergency rooms and shortages of painkillers and antibiotics as well as a lack of care for people suffering from long COVID. Evolutionary biologists have repeatedly warned that the seemingly lower severity of Omicron was not an indicator Covid was inevitably receding in its impact. As one scientist put it, ongoing rapid antigenic evolution is likely to produce new variants that may escape immunity and be more severe. Meanwhile China has become the global epicenter for Covid after its totalitarian government abandoned its enforced, lockdown-dependent zero-Covid policy. A British modeling firm estimates that the pandemic will kill nearly 2 million Chinese citizens by April. A growing number of scientists from around the world are now clamoring for a vaccine plus strategy that focuses on a concerted and active effort to reduce viral transmission and evolution of variants. The more COVID is allowed to spread, the more it will evolve in unpredictable ways. Evolutionary biologist T. Ryan Gregory recently explained the risks many more hosts means all of the mechanisms of new variant evolution will be happening more. That means more persistent infections and interhost evolution, more possible ping-pong zoonosis with other species, and more co-infection and recombination. The scientists argue that clear communication about greater masking in crowded spaces, accessible testing and sustained efforts to clean the air in public buildings and workplaces could slow if not end the pandemic. Deepti Gerdesani, a British epidemiologist who recently moved to Australia, recently admitted that the vaccine-only policy of most public health officials still astonishes her. She tweeted, When faced with new highly evasive variants that are growing, our only response is the boosters that these variants are getting better at evading. Why aren't we protecting vaccine efficacy by using multi-layered approaches to reduce transmission? A group of U.S. researchers has modeled where society's current path, an unmitigated spread of COVID, would lead. They concluded that unfettered transmission could result in death tolls exceeding 100,000 a year in the U.S. alone. Endemicity is not a victory, they added. Their modeling also showed that any increase in the infection fatality rate, the percentage of people infected with the disease who are expected to die, due to viral evolution could drive mortality to catastrophic levels representing a plausible risk of the current public health strategy thanks for stopping by the tie today anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well we'll be here and if you'd like to keep independent media going strong head over to the TAI.ca and click on the support us button to pitch in finally big big thank you to all of our tie builders who made this story possible